This is the story of a mysterious man, a pianist and music teacher by profession, who showed up in the small northwest Arkansas town of Cincinnati in Washington County in the 1870s. He went by the name of Edwin Dolgaruki, sometimes reported as G. Dolgaruki, but usually as Edwin. But to this day, no one is sure of who the man was, where he actually came from, or what was his real story. One of the first 20th century print references to Mr. Dolgaruki appeared in the Ozark Moon column, written anonymously by a correspondent calling himself Uncle Walt, in the September 17, 1938 edition of the Fayetteville Northwest Arkansas Times newspaper. Uncle Walt writes of a man who, and I quote, was quite obviously a foreigner, and his courtly manner, linguistic ability, and musical talent stamped him as a man who had been of some importance in his native land. Uncle Walt's column suggests Dolgaruki simply showed up one day in the early 1870s in northwest Arkansas and was befriended by a Professor Welch, who heard Dolgaruki playing a piano piece by Anton Rubinstein, and very well at that. Well, I ought to know how to play Rubinstein, for I studied under him, said Dolgaruki. Welch apparently induced the supposed Russian immigrant to teach music in the Cincinnati area and at nearby Cane Hill College, one of Arkansas's first institutes of higher learning. Brooks Blevins, professor of Ozark Studies at Missouri State University, has found primary historical sources referencing Dolgaruki dating back to the 1870s. In doing research for my books on, on the Ozarks, I kept coming across this guy. The earliest reference to Dolgaruki that Blevins has found was in a collection of 19th century letters in the University of Arkansas Special Collections Department. This young woman is writing a, a letter to a cousin of hers about this Christmas event that she's attended. In those days, it was common for small towns to have community Christmas trees where people could leave presents for each other. And she talks about being surprised that someone had left something on the tree for her. And she said, I don't know who left it unless it was Professor Dolgaruki. And she spelled it Dolgariki, but it was the guy, and this was in 1877, Returning to the Uncle Walt newspaper column from 1938, supposedly Dolgaruki, who had been quite reluctant to talk about his origins or his past, revealed to Professor Welch, and I quote in a sudden burst of confidence, various bits of information that led Welch to believe Dolgaruki was indeed the son of a Russian nobleman, possibly through what was known as a morganatic marriage. A union of two people of unequal social rank, whereby neither the wife nor any offspring ever receive any of the husband's titles and royal privileges. But as Brooks Blevins points out, there is simply no historical record of an Edwin Dolgaruki in that family's recorded history. And the life story Dolgaruki started telling was pretty far-fetched. You basically got two possibilities here. One, that he actually was telling the truth and that he was part of the Dolgarukov family and that he was, as he suggested, uh, exiled to Siberia as a young man because of his Republican political principles. Uh, it's kind of a Shawshank sort of story, you know, that he spends five years as basically a prison miner in Siberia. He then gets out of the country and he goes to China, makes his way eventually to South America, he says, and then to the United States. One of the stories is that it was a salt mine and he escaped in a salt barrel. Okay, I haven't <laughs> seen that one, but I mean, that's, that's even better. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. even more Shawshank that type. Great? I mean, he's, uh, but you either believe his story or, uh, you know, we also know there are plenty of stories of imposters, especially in those days uh, when it was much easier to do this. 
Either way, it's a really fascinating story, whether he was real or fake. Whoever he was, uh, he uh, clearly was a music teacher. Uh, I've I've seen that he taught piano, organ, even singing uh, to different people. Eventually, after he played a concert in Fayetteville, news reporters from Springfield to New York started snooping around, and Dolgaruki disappeared suddenly from northwest Arkansas, only to show up again in the early 1880s in nearby Cherokee Nation, Tahlequah, Oklahoma. That, according to Gina Olea on the official Cherokee Nation newsroom website. Brooks Blevins at Missouri State University recently decided to do more snooping himself. This guy obviously existed, whoever he was, and he should show up in census records, right? Checking the 1880 U.S. census records for Washington County, Arkansas, Blevins found nothing even close to Dolgaruki. But there was a Russian-born music teacher under the name Francis Morgan. He was married. He had an eight-month-old son. So whoever Francis Morgan was, I would guess, is probably whoever this... Prince Dolgoruki character was. So was he really a Russian noble in exile who improbably made his way to the Arkansas Ozarks? Or, as Brooke Blevins wonders aloud, an American who's on the lam from some sort of crime somewhere back east? Is still a mystery, but a fascinating one. For KSMU, I'm Randy Stewart.